On this episode of How to Actually Change the World, we talk with Region alum, Danette Crawford. Danette received her master's in counseling from Regent University and is now an author, speaker, and TV host. Enjoy. No, but we should pray. Yes, yes. Lord, I just thank you, God, for this opportunity. And Lord, you know what a blessing Regent University has been in my life. And God, I pray that this podcast would be the most anointed broadcast that they've ever done. And you would use it to speak to lives that you've ordained to come here. Bless Darwin as he leads us today and uh, anoint me and, and flow through me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today. My name is Darvin Wentez. I'm your host and our other host, Ray Ben. She couldn't make it today, but we're excited because we have a really, really great person here on how to actually change the world. We have been interviewing incredible people, people who love Jesus and who are changing the world in their respective fields. And so we hope you've been enjoying it. Uh, Before we begin, please like, subscribe, and if you're watching on YouTube, hit that notification bell so you can get notified every single time we drop an episode. So without further ado, our guest today is Danette Crawford. Danette, welcome. Thank you so much. It's a blessing and honor to be here. Yes, it's a blessing and honor to have you here. And thank you so much for, for praying over this podcast. We we love Jesus here at the university, and we know that he hears us when we pray. Amen. And so we're so thankful that, that you're here, and thank you for praying over the podcast. And we do. We, we echo that. We pray that it is something that's anointed, and it goes out into the world, just as the things that you have been doing in your life are anointed and have go- gone out into the world, and you're doing awesome things. Um, so before we get into all the awesome things, uh, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself, something that people out there wouldn't know? Wow. Well, they probably don't know my story of how I got to Regent. Okay, tell and us a little so about that. I grew up in Montgomery County, Maryland, and I got saved at the age of 17. I gave my life to Jesus, mm-hmm. and it was my senior year of high school. So I made plans to go to the University of Maryland. I was already doing that. And uh, my pastor then later on told me that there was something, there was Christian universities. I never heard mm-hmm. of that. I went to Lee University for my undergrad, and God spoke to me my junior year that Mm. I was to come to Regent. I didn't know anything about Regent, but when I heard the name, I knew I was supposed to come. And that's where my journey started. And, you know, I just have so much to say to those that are maybe questioning where they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is awesome. Like, praise God that he brought you here, and he's brought you here and sent you out into the world to do awesome things. Now, you were just telling me a little bit earlier that you are running a ministry. Could you tell us a little about your ministry? Tell us what your ministry is, what you do. Yeah, so Joy Ministries um, Evangelistic Association is our community outreach arm. Mm. And then Danette Crawford Ministries is our media and our, our national outreach. We have 23 community outreaches. Hmm. Uh, Our camps go on all summer long, various camps throughout the year. There are educational programs. There's mentoring programs that we have in low-income subsidized housing areas. Hmm. Wow. That's awesome. So you guys are really going out and reaching the community. Yes, yes. You have less and you want to give to them. That's awesome. Exactly. Um, So what... What got you into wanting to do ministry? What like and starting this ministry? I, it wasn't always just 
we're going in and it's done, you know? So how did that start? Right. Okay. So I got saved at 17 Mm -hmm. and I did not grow up born again, didn't grow up going to church. So I didn't take it for granted. When I got saved, I really got saved. Mm -hmm. At the age of 19, I started as a youth pastor. And at the age of 21, I started traveling as an evangelist. So for many years, I did that. When I came here to Regent University by faith, which I want to speak sometime today about that, but people, I had no money and God said, come. And I have a word for people like that. You just take a leap of faith. But I came and the last thing I ever expected in my life was to become a single mom. Hmm. After Regent, after I graduated, I... uh, met a man in my church, got married, mm-hmm. and when I was nine months pregnant, he left. Oh, gosh. And That's shortly hard. after that, he died and I became a widow. Sometimes in life, life takes turns that we did not see coming. Mm-hmm. And as a result, I realized what all of these single moms and fatherless children go through. Yeah. And that was how we started all of the community outreaches. I had been doing things. I'd traveled as an evangelist for many years, did television. I was uh, going overseas, doing crusades, doing so much. And the Lord woke me up one night in the middle of the night, said, you're, no, you're not going to go anymore until you take care of those in your own backyard. Mm. I didn't know that there were single moms a mile from my office that did not know how they were going to feed their kids. Yeah, My goodness, that that is praise God for what he's done. He's brought you through so much hardship. I'm sorry that that kind of hardship has come into your life, but praise God. What Satan means for evil, God uses for good. If you don't quit in the pit, that's my first book. Don't quit (laughs) in the pit because God's got the power to turn it around. If you keep your heart right, I always say keep your heart right, keep your mouth shut, (laughs) and God will work it for good. Yes, yes. Praise God. That's so good. Um, So this is a question that was posed to a disciple in in Scripture, Um, and I think— very clearly there is a fire in you and i think our audience is seeing that fire and they're and a lot of them are resonating with that fire some of them are like what is this fire you know they may be baby christians they may not even know the lord um who is jesus to you jesus is my everything he is my everything my lord and savior lord and savior see a lot of people want jesus to be their savior they don't want to go to hell but they don't want him God and Jesus to be the Lord of their life. Mm -hmm. Just like a landlord, a landlord has say over that property. And you know, a mature Christian realizes that when we surrender all, that's when you really step into the blessing. So the landlord has charge. So he's my Lord and Savior. He he makes the calls. Can I tell you, I, I share this story all the time. I did not, everything within me did not want to move here to Virginia Beach. Hmm to go to Regent. I was ready to go win the world for Jesus. I at Back in the day, I had just got my bachelor's yeah. and I was ready to go. I didn't want to study anymore. But when I yielded to what the Lord was saying, it's the best decision ever. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. Obedience to Jesus is the best path for anyone. Yes. Um, and I, you know, that's something that we as Christians are trying to share with the world that he is God, he's good. And what he says is right and good, and we want to share that with the world. And Amen. you've been doing a lot of sharing that with the world. And uh, so you have a lot of recognition in the media. What does it mean to be a Christian leader in media? Which, you know, I wouldn't say that anyone 
would classify media as necessarily Christian um, by nature or not necessarily Christian either. Um, so what does it look like to be a Christian leader in that world? You have to keep your heart soft and you have to have a little tough skin on the outside because mm-hmm. people, um, the, the more public you get, the more people love you, the more people hate you. Yeah. The more people are trying to target you. But you know what? The, it's the enemy. It's not really people. Um, you have to know who you are in Christ and you have to keep the main thing the main thing. Yeah. The main thing is your call and what God has anointed you to do. And God has called me to go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, to bring hope and to bring joy into the lives of hurting people. That's what television ministry is all about. Mm -hmm. That's what media is all about. It's going into the hearts and the homes of millions of hurting people and throwing them a rope of hope, which is God's word. Yeah, praise God. Yeah, a rope of hope is his word. That's that's good. That's a good saying. I love that. Um, So you are in media. You are also helping uh, people in uh, low-income housing situations. How do you say, how would you say that that sparked in you? Um, Where does that compassion come from? Where does that zeal for uh, being in media come from? Have you always been so outspoken? Have you always been so? Definitely not. Everything, writing books, doing television, that is the last thing I ever, ever thought I would do or wanted to do. I was the one that I was comfortable sitting on the back row, yeah. not being seen. I love to serve in high school. I was the, the makeup artist that sent everybody out on the stage. <laughs> and uh, But God, when you do what God has called you to do, and I've learned that a lot of times the people that God wants to put up front are the ones that don't want to be up front because then when you're out front you give all glory to God and I'm telling you anybody that knew me growing up Mm -hmm. and they've said it a hundred times they look at me and they're like that ain't nothing but Jesus because that was not my personality I was very shy very timid Mm -hmm. but when I got saved and then when I got filled with the Holy Spirit it all changed and God just requires us to say yes when he presents something to us and it's our yes that will change the world mm-hmm. and change lives if yeah. we are willing and obedient. Yeah, yeah, wow. So you mentioned being a single mom and walking through some pretty hard times, and you also mentioned talking about coming to Regent and how that was by faith. Uh, could you? You said you had a word, so let's hear. Oh let's my hear gosh! This word. So, so I sign up because God said right, mm-hmm. and I remember Dr. J, Dr. Jefferson, many years ago called me and I was in my apartment in Tennessee, Mm -hmm. my last year of undergrad, and I had sent in my application. And back in the time, I don't know what it looks like today, but it has one side that lists all of the expenses that you're going to have. And on the other side, all of your sources of income, savings account, checking account, parents, job, all of these things, yeah. all of mine were zeros, no exaggeration. So when That's I mailed hard. it in, I thought, these folks are going to think I'm crazy. I literally have zero. And when I did my phone interview with Dr. Jefferson, I thought he's going to think I'm crazy. He said, well, if God is telling you to come, come. And as I took the step of faith to come, I believe that there are many people 
that God is calling to come to Regent University. They have no idea Mm -hmm. how they're going to pay the bill. Well, that's not your business or your responsibility. Your responsibility is to take a leap of faith and walk in obedience, and God will meet you. I received scholarships. I received financial aid. Mm -hmm. I even a place to live. There was suddenly an advertisement that's uh, a a family Mm -hmm. wanted someone to stay with their daughter in the home, free room and board while she finished her senior year of high school. That's awesome. The Lord took care of the whole bill. Yeah. And when I graduated, I was debt free. Praise God. Wow. And that taught me, that was a key thing in my life that taught me to walk by faith. Today, my ministry budget is millions of dollars a year. Mm-hmm. If I couldn't walk by faith then, yeah. I couldn't walk by faith when my husband left. Mm. If I couldn't walk by faith then to believe God for diapers and baby food yep. for my little baby, I couldn't believe God for millions of dollars yeah. today. So God wants to stretch us and build faith in us. Yeah, yeah. Praise God. Walk by faith. That's such an important part of the Christian life. Amen. Everything's walking by faith. I mean, from just expecting to wake up tomorrow that is saying in faith lord i i i think tomorrow i have this to do so i believe that i'm going to be waking up tomorrow amen you know and so it, everything's walking by faith you walked by faith in that situation you walked by faith in a really really hard time with a a, a death a a loss like these these are things that christians Big. experience could you uh dive into just the feelings of loss and how the Lord has transformed you through that time. Yes, and I believe that there are many people that have suffered loss and uh, disappointments mm-hmm. and um, are really in a, in a place of grieving. And God wants to bring them here to Regent University to do a healing in their life. Yeah. And so I, I will say this. I, I, I'll say this. God takes us on a journey and meets us right where we're at. And everything that we go through, if we continue to allow it to push us closer to the Lord, Mm -hmm. we will continue to grow. And we can't stop or get stuck in any place of a pit. I lost my baby brother Mm -hmm. a year ago. Wow. Wow. So, you know, we expect so, we we go through so many things we don't expect, but I know what Jesus has brought me through before. He's never let me down. He's there. And so it's not that, you know, you get saved and you no longer have a problem. Mm -hmm. The answer to the problem is right there with you. Yeah. Yeah. The answer is Jesus. Mm -hmm. I actually had a, that's funny that you brought that up. I had a friend make these cards um, and on my, the card that, that I received, um, it said uh, something to the effect of, I know now why you remain silent and gave no answer because the answer is you. Wow. You know, that's like right. The answer is him. It is Jesus. And that's awesome. And, you know, I believe that there are many students that that are even saying, well, you know, I don't know about this Jesus thing. And I, I don't yeah. know. Or I was raised in church and I'm sick of all that. Or, you know what? What I love about Regent University is it's not just for people of faith. Yep. It's not. And. I believe in the standard of excellence 
that the education and the mentoring that you get here. So it's mm-hmm. not it's for people no matter where they're at in their faith not to be turned off by that yeah. or not to to shun away. So not only an, am I an alumni, but my daughter Oh, the awesome. baby that I was <laughs> pregnant with, the beautiful baby girl, she is now a graduate of Regent University. Awesome. Praise so. God. Praise God. Well, this is this has been so fun so far. We're going to take a quick break, um, but we'll be back with more of Danette and more of your story. So thank you for sharing this with us. Thank you. Think you can change the world? So do we. Regent University offers Christ-centered associates, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees in more than 150 areas of study, including business, communication, and the arts, counseling, cybersecurity, divinity, education, government, law, leadership, nursing, healthcare, and psychology. Courses are offered online and on campus in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Learn more at www.regent.edu. Well, this has been so fun so far. We've talked a little bit about uh, your conversion experience, uh, your life after you've come to know the Lord. Let's talk a little bit about before you knew the Lord. Uh, What was your upbringing like? Well, my parents raised me in Montgomery County, Maryland. That's the Maryland side of Washington, D.C. And I grew up on a farm, Upper County, Montgomery Mm. County. And my parents divorced when I was in fifth grade. Mm. So that caused a lot of instability in my life. But what I'm so thankful for is in my younger years, my mom and dad took me to church Mm. at a Methodist church. Now, we didn't go every Sunday. We went Christmas, Easter, but I had a general understanding of God. And as a result... I prayed every night before I went to sleep, wow. and it. I believed in God. I knew God was real. Just no one had taught me about being born again. Mm-hmm. So then, at the age of seventeen, I went to I went to the Holy Roller Church, the church I said I would never go to <laughs> in the town. Never say never because that's what's going to happen, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I just thought they were so weird. I didn't want anything to do with Jesus freaks and. The year before, I broke up with my boyfriend Mm. because he accepted the Lord in his life. And I said, I'm not dating a Jesus freak. But then it all turned around and it (laughs) radically changed my life at the age of 17. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord has a sense of humor, doesn't he? Yes, he does. That is is awesome. And that's what he does. He does that with us as as sinners when we're we're going against him. He's so gracious to say, I'm going to change you. I'm going to change all that the mm. evil desires that you have and turn them into desires that I give you. Yes. You know, and that's amazing. Um, so you grew up not necessarily Christian, but you grew up going to a, believer. To a church. Not born now. again, but a believer. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So how, how have you helped people that are like that, that grew up in situations like that? How have you helped them walk through some of the, the challenges of their life, the challenges of people who have gone through divorces, like young young people who are whose parents are divorced as well. How have you walked through helping them? Well, we have inner, we have 23 community outreaches in the inner city, and most of our children are being raised by single moms, the largest mm-hmm. percent. So a variety of issues, and it is even more crazy since COVID, believe me. Yeah. But so our programs are educational and mentoring. 
there are so many children that don't know how to read and the foundation of all education is reading. So we emphasize that. And then our Lighthouse Learning Center is all of the educational pieces throughout the school year. The counseling part of what you're saying, of life skills and overcoming uh, disappointments, life changes, like parents going through a divorce, it is in an, an, an substance, you know, keeping kids away from all of that. Yeah. It is a big job. It takes the power of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and it takes mentoring. And the number one thing that a mentor does is love them, encourage them, mm-hmm. and bring out the best in them. God-given gifts in them. When we go through challenges in life, when we go through pain, disappointment, what happens is that pain, that disappointment, that crisis sometimes becomes the only thing we can see. And it's navigating them to see past that into the bright future that God has for them and that everyone has gifts and talents, and God wants to bring those out. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about some of the challenges in getting all those pieces into place. Uh, Like, you know, this ministry has a lot of little arms, and that that had to have come with some challenges to put all those pieces into place. Well, I didn't start out with 23. Mm. I started out with the first one. When God said, you're no longer going overseas until you take care of your own backyard, I had to shut down everything that was my plan, and I went and I adopted a neighborhood, the first neighborhood. Hmm. And God said to me, "He's, you know, when you adopt a child, you take them through all of the stages of life, yeah. right? And that's what you need to do. So there were many challenges, but God would present a need, and I would see the need. Yeah. There were single moms that didn't know how they were going to buy backpacks, back-to-school clothes, and school supplies. Yeah. And he said, do you want to meet the need? That's what he said to me. He didn't ask me if I had money to do it, didn't ask me if I had a staff to do it. He asked me if I wanted to meet the need. And I always knew in my heart that the right answer was yes. And when I would say yes, God would supernaturally put the pieces Mm -hmm. together. You know, the city of Virginia Beach, the police captain came to me years ago, said, Danette, you know, and he wanted an appointment with me, and I thought my Mm -hmm. kids were in trouble. Then he came and he said, he met in my office, and he said, We've been watching you, meaning the Virginia Beach Police Department has been watching you for 13 years. I thought, Lord, I've been under police surveillance and didn't know it. He said, what Virginia Beach Police Department could not do in getting the crime rate down, you've done. And he said, the mayor wants to meet with you. And I went and met with the mayor, shared our, our programs. The center of our programs is all about Jesus and the love of God and mentoring them with Christian character and using biblical principles. Praise God. Wow. That is so cool. It's such a funny story, uh, not knowing that the Virginia Beach Police Department has been (laughs) keeping an eye on you for so long. Uh, That must have been like a a moment like. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I was in the principal's office going. (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness so tell us a little bit about uh your regent experience so you're as a student like how how did you enjoy your time here what what were some fun things that you enjoyed doing with other students uh how was the academics for you did you have any struggles um in college i mean you told us a little bit about the financial side but praise the lord he provided in that way um yeah so honestly i thought the finances would be the biggest struggle uh, because, you know, I hadn't learned to walk by faith. So that was actually one of the easiest pieces. Hmm. 
academically, it was challenging. It was more challenging than undergrad was for me because I skated. I I was here actually on an academic scholarship, mm. and I had to maintain. Um, and I worked. I worked for my grades, but it was good. It was good yeah. for me. But what the Lord did, two main things. One of the things that he did was teaching me a standard of excellence in all that I do. Hmm. That is one thing that Dr. Robertson taught me and Regent University. And then the second, it was a real place of healing for me Hmm. because the Lord used it like heart surgery to open me up. And see, I didn't get saved until I was 17. Mm -hmm. So I immediately went away to college. But when I got here to grad school, the Lord was unpacking the bags in my life. And we can't be afraid to unpack the bags in our life and allow the Holy Spirit to put his finger on things. And, you know, I made lifelong friends. They're friends Mm -hmm. that are my dear friends that I hang out with just yesterday Mm -hmm. that you will meet lifelong friendships here. Yeah of godly people. So it was a variety of things, but it made me who I am today. Yeah. And I'm thankful for everything that God did in my life. Yeah, praise God. And you still have so many ties with the university. Yes. Um, you had some ties with CBN as well. Um, tell us a little bit about your media. Um, like what are all the things that you do in media? So I have a show called Joy with Danette Crawford, and we are aired on Daystar. We're also aired on ABC and CBS and uh, NRB, many different, Mm -hmm. about 13 different networks that we're on. And my heart is really to reach people in the secular realm. Mm -hmm. So we are, CBS has been amazing. Daystar has been amazing. So the television show really teaches people the word of God and it applies it to their life. Mm -hmm. So it is a word of hope, a word of encouragement. And just bringing hope, encouragement, salvation, and joy to the lives of people. Yeah, praise God. That's awesome. Uh, I believe I read on uh, online that you have a podcast as well. Is that true? I do have a podcast. Yeah, what is, what's your podcast called? So our podcast is, is the same name. It's Joy with okay. Danette Crawford. You can get it um, everywhere you get your podcast. And also, I believe our platform is Charisma Media. That's awesome. So what do you guys talk about on your podcast? The same thing. It's life issues, mm-hmm. the things that people deal with every day. Yeah. And so we have everything. Um, I, I interview actors and actresses. April Hernandez is an actress that I recently interviewed mm-hmm. about abortion recovery. There's mm-hmm. so many people um, suffering. When I would go and do a conference, yeah. there's so many women suffering that had an abortion and need to get over that hump and can't forgive themselves. People with drug addiction, people that are trying to overcome. Michael Copan, Mm -hmm. who is an actor, um, was on my show and he was talking about how he was suicidal, Mm -hmm. needing to overcome that. So it's life issues and um, that people deal with and just bringing hope and encouragement for everyday life. Yeah, people need that. They need that in in their everyday to be able to hear the stories of other people. Yes. I mean, that's why we want to bring people like you on the show to share your stories and the things that you're doing uh, and the people that are going out from reaching and changing the changing world, the world you know like it's so cool seeing those things and hearing your story from you know a start where there was nothing in you know coming to regent with nothing and then <laughs> zero 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 <laughs> on that right hand rail and then all of a sudden you are now 
all of a sudden, you know, years <laughs> of work and uh, putting your, your hand to the plow, which I think is, is a very biblical thing. Like, Amen. you know, we are here to work. The Lord yes. has, has given us this world yes. and our life to go and work for the kingdom, Amen. which is something that you have been doing. So when you were young, like, what did you see yourself doing uh, for work? Well, I never dreamed any of this. Uh, so I thought, well, well, one thing I thought about being a counselor, hmm. but I thought it was going to be a CPA because a CPA. I, yeah. <laughs> and it's so crazy because I actually started at the University of Maryland in mm-hmm. accounting and I worked as a junior accountant and I had all my books because I'm definitely a numbers person. Mm-hmm. But um, in the midst of all that, I'm like sitting in my office with the books and I'm such a people person yeah. that needed to come out of my shell. I was like, this is way too boring, but God connects the dots. This is what I always yep. say. The Lord connects the dots and makes a beautiful picture. So I have a minor, hmm. basic, basic, I have a minor in Bible and basically a minor in accounting. Gotcha. But I need it because I have to run the ministry. Yep. And so God connects all the dots. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is so, that's so funny. You wanted to be a CPA and now it's, you know, in the media, it's a personality, um, and you have a great personality. Thank you for joining us on the show today and sharing your personality with the world. I think it was something that's fun about interviews is that you get all different types of people. You don't get just you know one type of person, one outgoing person who's gonna go on the mic and you know talk for hours. You get all different types of people, Amen. and you get to see the beautiful personalities that the Lord has given to people. Amen. So thank you for sharing it with us. Well, thank um, you. We ask a final question of all of our uh, guests. And this is a question that is dear to us because it's in our motto, Christian leadership to mm-hmm. change the world. And uh, we believe that you and all of the other mm-hmm. interviewees are changing the world in your respective fields. So could you give our audience what you think it takes to change the world? The only thing that it takes is the hardest thing, and that is your yes. Mm. When you say yes, I had to say, yes, Lord, I'm coming to Regent University. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because I did not want to come. I did not want to move to Virginia Beach. I wanted to stay in Cleveland, Tennessee. I wanted to travel. But when I said yes, everything goes, all you have to do is say yes pushing past your flesh, your soul realm, your natural mind. I don't have money. All of these natural thoughts, I don't, What? it's not about what I want, what I think, or what I feel. It's all about following the leading of the Holy Spirit. And when yeah. you say yes, the Bible says, if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the best of the land. Mm. So you have to be willing, but then you yeah. have to go all the way yeah. and be obedient. Yeah. And you say yes, and God will use your yes to change the world. Yeah. I was definitely, I never dreamed in a million years I'd write a book. Actually, when I got out of Regent University, mm-hmm. this is what I said. Nobody ever again, because I went seven years of college, yeah. grad school, undergrad, back to back. I said, no one ever again is going to tell me what I have to read. And I never wanted to, you know, write another paper. Mm-hmm. And now I'm writing books. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I love it. Yeah. And it's because I said yes. And God knows what's in us. So all we have to do to change the world is say yes yeah. to the leading of the Holy Spirit and walk in willing, being willing and obedient. Mm-hmm. Wow. Praise God. Yeah. Your yes is so important. And your yes can change uh, the world. It can change the world. So 
Thank you so much for joining us. Everyone, that was Danette Crawford. Danette, thank you. You have been a delight, and this has been so fun. Um, we are doing these interviews all the time, and we are so excited to share these people with the world. Danette Crawford is doing awesome things out in the world. She has a podcast. She has a bunch of media um, placements, different different shows and books as well. She's doing a lot of stuff, and we wanted to share that with you. And so we're thankful for Danette. Thank you for coming in today. Thanks for having me. It's been a blessing. Well, if you like the show, please like and subscribe and hit that bell notification, and we'll see you on the next one.